Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Duff Differently. I'm Rabbi Utsteyer, and today we're studying Duff Men Gimel, 43 of the fourth chapter of Tractate Erwin. It is, of course, fascinating to continue the discussion about Trom Shabbat and whether it applies while being perched on a pillar above ground or while flying, which is how the Gemara continues on Duff Men Gimel and we will come back to it as it actually will be relevant a little bit further on. But in the meanwhile, let's look at something else on our current page. The Mishnah on page 41 Aleph stated, It once happened on Shabbat that they did not enter the harbor until dusk. Let's remember how our Mishnah continues. They, meaning Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Akiva, who both did not move beyond four Amot while being on board the ship. Now, why does Rabban Gamliel, who holds that you may move around freely, goes to the extent to assure them that the distance between the shore and the boat was within the Trom Shabbat? This teaches us something about legal tolerance. According to Rabban Gamliel's halachic view, there was no problem of disembarking, but he was aware of the stringency that Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Akiva had placed upon themselves. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Akiva lo zazu me'arba amot she'ratzu lehachami al'atzmo. Lehachami al'atzmo means that they placed a stringency upon themselves. Yet Rabban Gamliel did not dismiss their opinion, but respected their view. He therefore made sure to ascertain that even according to their stringent interpretation, it was permissible for them to disembark. The other way around, knowing that Rabban Gamliel held a more liberal view, this did not prevent Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yoshua to consult Rabban Gamliel on this issue, knowing that he would not cause them to violate their stringency. They relied on his halachic authority, even though they disagreed on a particular interpretation. This is just one example of halachic tolerance between the rabbis of the Talmud. The last line the Gemara brings another tashma, come and hear, an expression used to introduce a Tanaitic source. The tashma states, Hareni nazir biyom sheben David ba. I vow to be a nazir on the day that the son of David comes. Meaning, he takes a Nazarite vow for the day of the coming of the Messiah. The Gemara tells us now that in that case he may drink wine on Shabbat and festivals. Why? Because according to rabbinic interpretation, the Messiah will not come on Shabbat or festivals, but only during a weekday. How does this relate to our current discussion of Shabbat limits? Obviously, the Messiah is Shomer Shabbat. Now, if the laws of Tron Shabbat also apply above tent Fachim, then Messiah could not come on Shabbat. But if they don't apply, then he could come. In that case, the person who took the oath should also be forbidden to drink on Shabbat and festivals, right? But obviously, if the prophet Elijah, who is meant to announce the coming of the Messiah, didn't come yesterday, 
there is no need to expect Messiah to come today, and hence the person should be able to drink wine, even on a weekday, right? The other objection shows again the mental universe of the rabbis. The people of Israel are guaranteed that Elijah will not come on Erev Shabbat or Erev Yom Tov. What's the problem with that? Let's think about what happens before Shabbat or major holiday in our own communities. We all get incredibly busy trying to get in place last-minute preparations. We're busy on Erev Shabbat and Erev Yom Tov, making last-minute shopping trips, and cooking, and cleaning, and preparing for Shabbat or Yom Tov. Now, if Elijah would come on Erev Shabbat or Erev Yom Tov, the people would be all excited and turn out to greet him and to see him. Everybody would be lining the streets and get distracted from making the necessary preparation for Shabbat and Yom Tov. Such a thing is unthinkable for the rabbis. It would not be in the interest of Elijah or the Messiah that the people would neglect their required preparations for Shabbat and Yom Tov and might end up either violating Shabbat and Yom Tov or being distracted from Onik Shabbat, the commandment to enjoy Shabbat. Chas Therefore, clearly, Elijah would not come on Erev Shabbat or Erev Yom Tov, and Messiah will never come on Shabbat or Yom Tov. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.